Harasi does it again. Time and time again, we have seen Diana Tarazi deliver. We good? We live? We is live, baby. We is live. Welcome to the third episode of the Four Quarters Podcast. And we actually have all four of us here today. Yeah, yeah. finally. Yeah. Look at who decided to show up. Calvin Cambridge. Himself. Let's go. <laughs> where's, where's your Nikes at, bro? It's not. Uh, you got Nikes on, bro. They were, actually, there were ones. There were ones. He came ready to play. I right? definitely did. Me and Jamie, you know, we, we shot around a little bit early, you know, to get prepped for the day. Yeah, feeling good, feeling great. Yeah. Did y'all play any girls on the basketball court? No. no. That, but, that's how you would really prepare for this episode. But I do have a story before we get into the first quarter. I do too, but I'm not telling it. Oh boy! <laughs> I am telling mine. Because I promised my mother I would tell the story. Because it's about my mother. Shout out to my mother, Miss Lynetta, I love you. So, I remember while I was playing ball in high school, um, we went on vacation to Orlando. And I was outside shooting around. My mother was like, oh. I was like, oh, I shoot better free throws than you. She was like, no, you don't. I'm like, yes, I do. Meanwhile, I couldn't shoot worth a lick. So I'm shooting, I shoot, and I go like four for ten. My mom light me up. She go eight for ten. I'm like, nah, that's a fluke. That's a fluke. I go four for ten again. She go eight, nine for ten the next time. I was like, oh. So I'm like, whatever. Cool. We go out to eat that next um, that night. We go to the arcade. You know the little shooting thing in the arcade. I was like, oh, you definitely not beating me here. She like bet. Bing, 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 bing. She lit me up on the machines too. So. I was so hot that I was outside at night on the basketball court on vacation <laughs> shooting free throws all night. You try to get that badge, bro. Right. <laughs> you try to get that free throw yeah, ace I badge. Needed, I, needed ice, I needed ice in my veins bro, because got, my mother would, would kill me. I got one even better. My sister. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Katie N. She can't beat me one-on-one. Like, if we're playing one-on-one, I will bust that ass. She knows this. She probably won't say something totally different. Look, I'll bust your ass. It's a fact. But she got me. We got this, like, shooting game that we play. It's like uh, it's like 100. Yeah. So you got to hit, like, five from each side of the, of the three-point like, line. Yeah. Right? I can't get past the wing. Like I can't get past. Oh, the so it's like you got start on opposite sides. It's like two K in a sense. Yeah. Like you know how like they got that. Yeah. She like like we play for money. That's how competitive we are. My brother in law is involved with it. His homeboy John John they involved with it. They're like she coaches them. Like this is this is her team. Wolfpack. Shout out to Wolfpack. But um yeah yo like we we do this shooting game all the time. We putting up twenty. I'm in the hole for three hundred and seventy dollars from this woman. <laughs> I can't seem to beat her in this shooting game. And, and, and it's a do. testament. Like, when she played high school ball, yo, she lazy as fuck. She stayed on that wing, and she averaged 23 per game. You got to know where you shoot at. Exactly. Got to know your spots. That's, that's the worst thing she got over me. She can shoot. So that little story time started off the episode, but if this is your first time watching or listening to the Four Quarters podcast, this is a podcast with four friends talking about the great game of basketball. To my right, we got Big Baby himself, Dre. To the the far left of me, we got the sad Knicks fan himself, Chris. 
And then we got BK's own Matt to the left of me. First time in physical presence. We had the hologram on the first two episodes. Moonwalking around and everything. Yo, if y'all call me Kawhi Leonard or Calvin Cambridge or Allen Iverson or Little Romeo or yo, whatever. Or basically, his last, last name, name is Miller. Miller. Yo, Darius. Yo, spam, spam up Calvin Cambridge, Little Romeo, and Kawhi Leonard in in the comment. Just spam it the whole, the don't, whole thing. Don't do that. Spam it up. Don't if you if you put all those together, I hope Josh ain't watching. It this makes shit. Matt Miller. I really hope Josh Matt Miller. Chris right had a special here. message for Josh. I really last hope exactly. Josh ain't watching this shit. Is he watching this shit? Very no, special. Probably not. It's about basketball. He's more of a baseball guy. Yeah, very right. There you go. And it is me. It is me. Your true hill phenom SP three. Big Papa SP three. Hey, you can call me that too. Yeah, we, yeah. We, if you if you listen to one of my other podcasts, Toxic Talk, I let the world know I'm going to be a papa next year. So you guys on the Four Quarters podcast can know that as well. But on this episode, <laughs> <laughs> too much. <laughs> on this episode, we are not going to be talking about the NBA. We're not going to be talking about street ball. We're not even talking about basketball with any person with a penis on. We're talking about basketball in the WNBA. The oh, yeah. white and orange balls is out here in full force on this episode of the Four Quarters Podcast. So if you are watching us on Facebook, you are only going to see the first quarter of the Four Quarters Podcast. Quarters two through four will only be available on Anywhere you listen to your podcast, whether that's Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, you need to listen because in the second quarter, we're going to be talking about how the WNBA can become popular. On the third quarter, we're going to be talking about the top 10 all-time best teams. And in the fourth quarter, this is the one everybody's going to want to listen to. We name our WNBA GOATs. So top five for some, top 10 for others. We're going to give it to you on this episode of the Four Quarters Podcast. So, Chris, yep. what is what was, what is your impressions of the WNBA? When, I, when a person says WNBA to you, what do you think? I actually have a lot of respect for the WNBA players because it's a professional sport. Mm-hmm. You have to be talented at some level really? to play professional sports. Okay. You do. Okay. You do. Yo, my man. Oh, you started already? You started already? Right? Okay, so look. We're going this route. This it's, it's, it's tough because professional men's basketball is so good, so athletic, so... Entertaining. In, a, in a sense. It's more entertaining yeah. than women's basketball. But, but it's because it's always being compared to men's basketball. That it seems less entertaining. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not entertaining. It's just we're so used to seeing a certain style of basketball that the men put on that the women just eventually as as humans grow, like as we can see in the last 22 years of the WNBA, athleticism, style of play, all that adapts, you know, and it just advances. So I think eventually, you never know, we can see a style of athleticism and play that uh, we're used to seeing with the men. But that's uh, time is going to tell them that. Dre, what about you? When you hear a WNBA, what do you think? Um, I think fundamentals. Um, like, and I think that's part of the reason why the interest is lacking in it. Because a lot of people, let's be realistic. If you're looking up highlights online, you're not looking for, oh, chest pass, chest bounce, bounce pass. You're looking to see someone get windmilled or, or crossed. Or like like put on the floor, somebody getting hit with a hard screen. That's the type. 
stuff you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And again, I love the fundamentals. I've been watching the WNBA for a long time, a long time, and I just think that um, it it is a very it shouldn't even be an alternative. It is a very good it, it's a very good sports. It's great basketball. It is great basketball. The women's WNBA team, um, USA team, by the way. Better than the men. <laughs> way better than better the men. Than way the better than the men's team. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I would say, like. And they've been uh, consistent. Right. They're very consistent. I would say since 96, the women's basketball, t- uh, U.S. basketball team has more consistency than the men's. Since yeah. 96, absolutely. Because 96 was the whole reason why we had the NBA, the WNBA. Yes. It was the yeah. popularity of the women's U.S. team in 96 is why we have the NBA. Rebecca Lobo. But of course, That's we gotta go. We gotta go to BK Matt. When you hear WNBA, you've been having a face on your face every time <laughs> the, these letters are 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 announced in unison. You have this roll of the eyes. You're sucking up the teeth. So when people say WNBA to you, what is your first thought? The overseas is better. I like the Olympic play. I, I'm not even gonna say that I'm not a women's basketball fan. I'm. I'm it's just something about the WNBA that lacks for me. But can I say that I watch college basketball? Because I do. I watch college, you know, women's basketball. And I used to help out with my high school team, with the girls' basketball team, too, you know, so. You used to play with them, too? I used to get my ass bust. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. Like, this, this, like, I call them my two little sisters, Angel Porter and, and Bebe. Like, they used to bust my ass, like. They had the, the quickest crossover I've ever seen from a female. It's, it, it's sad. But it is what it is. But I don't know. It's just like the WNBA lacks something. One, it's hard to, it's hard to like, get on your TV. Screen. It's hard to see it. Like, it, you got to literally stumble upon it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I made a joke with Chris, and he just figured out that ESPN Ocho was really a thing. But like, <laughs> I thought that was just from the movie. Like, I, that shit really showed up on my it's, screen. It's hard to catch it. Like, if Dre didn't say, oh, we're doing the WNBA episode, so, you know, you might want to, like, the playoffs is going on. The playoffs is going on right now? In September? Like, it, it's just, there everything so is, everything is on. And he's saying that, but I'm like, they just finished up the Olympics. Like, it's a confusion there. So it's like, it's a lot that ties into like, why the interest for WNBA is not there for me. It's like, it has to be visual for me. Like if it's yeah. not visual. It has to be accessible. Yeah, like I, accessible. I'm not going to be able to catch it. That's just me. But I mean, yeah, I got players that I know, I helped coach them in AAU that, that are in the WNBA, like Tana Charles, she's there. Uh, Epiphany Prince, like you joked in, in the little pre-show that we did and I was like, she scored 113 points, but that was hype for me because I know her. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. I'm like, she's in the WNBA, I think. If I remember straight, she's in the WNBA. Last time I checked, she was on the Liberty, wasn't she? Tiffany Prince? Yeah. She, she, might, be. Yeah. she mm-hmm. might be still on the Liberty. I'm not sure, but. They're not good just like the Knicks, so. But they're more acceptable. <laughs> they're am, more uh, acceptable. Checked out. They're more she, acceptable than the Knicks. She's on the. Um, yeah. Damn the right, she's on the Aces in there in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's on the Aces. So, what? Where are we at in the playoffs right now? How many teams are left? There are only are, four. There are four teams left, yes. and out of those four teams, the two that are in the league are the Mystics and the um, the Washington Mystics, which is the sister, 
the sister team to the um, to the Wizards. Mm -hmm. Bass Washington Wizards. Right. And the um, Connecticut, Sun. I believe, the Connecticut Sun. Mm -hmm. And I believe, from what I remember about them, they were owned. They're owned by Native Americans. The Suns. Yes. Okay. They're owned That's by Native Native Americans. And what's the other two teams? The Sparks, the LA Sparks, and the Vegas Aces. Yes. The so the Vegas, yeah. the Vegas Aces. I don't know if you've seen that half court shot from. It was from the yeah. second round. So the Aces were down two, and uh, the other team was inbounding the ball. They were playing the Chicago Sky, right? And this guy was inbounding the ball. They fucked up on the inbound. The chick got the ball with like five seconds left and just heaves up a half court shot. With, f with five seconds, which you know, and five seconds, it. you don't need to put up a half court shot. Right. Yeah, you can a couple dribbles. Right. Yo, she just heaves it from half court, and the shit goes in. There and goes the aces one by one, and made it to the to the next round. Fundamentals. She's, yeah. she's, she's been she's been practicing that shot and been practice, so and it, it works out for her. But honestly, you mentioning that brings up like my last WNBA memory, and it was like it was like it was a finals game actually. That was around the time with the um the girl from the comments. What was her name? Um, what we no. just, what, what, Cheryl Swoops, no, Cynthia Cooper, the, 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 the one who passed, the one that passed, Kim Porter, yeah. Kim yeah. Puller, or someone, Kim Puller, yeah, and shot was yeah. against the Liberty, and, and hit the, the Liberty hits the shot, mm -hmm. and 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 took that game, and it was just like WNBA was interesting then, and it had I'm not saying like to like be an ass, I'm just saying like you look at the crowd. It was packed. It was a buzz about it. it because was a it, buzz just, it just started. Game. You're it talking about the 97 yeah. WNBA no, final. That was it was like, that shiny new right. team. Have, I think it was either 97 no, was or 98. It was 99. Because the Liberty in the comments versus like four freaking years in a row and shit. So the and Liberty about, lost every, every fucking year. year. Gotta love the Liberty so, for that. So the thing about <laughs> that, when you bring it up, around that time when that was going on, basketball was at its boom. If you really think about it. Shout out to Kobe. Actually, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't Kobe. No, the goat was still playing at that exactly. time. No, the goat, exactly. Kobe was there, but yes, he was. Kobe he was, was a rookie, a rookie who was averaging like <coughs> less than eight points a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But wait, let me just let, let me Don't just let get the this out. In the way of a good story. Let, let me just get this out. All right, the WNBA as a league was founded on April twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six. Like I said, it had a lot to do with the popularity of the women's USA basketball team. Uh, it was basically considered the women's counterpart to the NBA, and league pay started in the summer of nineteen ninety seven. Uh, the regular season uh, is played from May to September, so that kind of covers what we were talking about before, yeah. with the All-Star game being played midway through the season, usually in July. And the WNBA Finals at the is at the end of uh, it starts at the end of September until the beginning of October. So a lot of it, like like uh, Matt said, has to do with timing because it's kind of in when baseball is really popular. Mm -hmm. That's when the WNBA is basically the season is going on. Mm -hmm. The finals uh, basically start when the MLB playoffs start. So right. it's a it's a basically they're getting the, fucked from both ends. Well, they, <laughs> they, that they're fucked in every aspect of when they can put their pro their, their product on because you're thinking they can't do so was it uh may to september may to september is roughly four months mm -hmm. they can't do september to december or september to january because that's football season and, that's and football actually, football grosses more than the nba, NBA and mlb mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
if you're going to go with any time to put it, it has to be the summer. It can't coincide with the NBA season because you're not going to get any viewers. Yeah. It has to be the summertime because but, baseball summer, summer baseball is like the slowest time for any sports and any ratings. It is. Like yeah. ratings period, you know. So, all right. But you I mean, you have, you have no choice but to put that but product you say out that, at that but time. Yeah. Put them for like the last two, two, maybe even four or five years. I want to even say like as far as like LeBron and the decision. NBA free agency is now the biggest thing in the summer. Everybody looks forward to it. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So then, who's paying attention to like playoffs and the All Star? Like, like I said, I want to say the Olympic women's basketball team still is more relevant than the WNBA. You would be wrong. How? The You're, they're not. They're Who? not. The women's USA basketball team is not more relevant than, than the, WNBA? the WNBA because of the WNBA. A lot of players from from the WNBA won't play in the US on the US women's basketball team. So they have to get a lot more players from college women's basketball than actually the pros. So the WNBA is more important to all of these players and a lot of the fans because WNBA basketball gets higher ratings than women's USA basketball, buddy. Right. Not only that, it's also the risk of injury because if I'm not mistaken, uh, might have been Tarasi that yeah. messed up where she tear ACL yeah. or something yeah. because she, she had a point. She was on a year. She was out this year. She had four points because she only played six games this season. Yeah. Well, she had to uh, get back surgery as well, so yeah, that's why yeah. she missed mostly this sorry, season. Which Phoenix was actually like my dark horse team. I didn't even know they were the last seed. Yeah, because they technically have like the big three of the NBA. Yep. it's uh, it's Brittany Griner, Durana, uh, Diana Tarasi, and Duana Bonner. Mm-hmm. Seventeen and seven. Brittany Griner had twenty and seven. Hey, Kobe and Shaq. We're gonna, no, 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 no. We're gonna talk about that. No, we're gonna talk about that. Don't do it. White Mamba. Don't do it. And Shaq. Hell no. And female Shaq. Hell no. It works perfectly. It does. Yeah, it works it does. perfectly. It really They're on the same team. They're on a team that the Lakers regularly used to murder to, the Phoenix Suns. So it works it only makes sense. <laughs> it only makes sense. JJ Turbright, we're going to get there. He asked who was the best GOAT of all time. We're going to get there. No. You, sir, need to basically become a subscriber to right. us on Spotify, on right. iTunes, or Anchor. If you want to hear a WNBA GOAT, you have to listen to the audio version. On this live edition, we are only doing the first quarter where we are just basically uh, saying everything that we think about the WNBA. We kind of gave you the background and the history. We're giving you our opinions on the WNBA and why it's not popular. You can put in the comment section why you think the WNBA is not popular. But if you want to hear our goats, you have to listen to this podcast. I'm, exactly. I'm looking forward to Jay Kwan commenting on why the WNBA oh. is not popular. Oh no, he will. He will. Jay Kwan, you did get your feeling. But <laughs> as as we round round out the quarter again, just again the the question is why is it not more popular? Again, just just a quick quick take. Well, I have what a do, few, what well, do you think, Chris? Well, I have a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main reasons are, are uh, they don't do it anymore, but there's uh, five franchises still that share an arena yeah. with their NBA counterpart. Those arenas are too big. The Atlanta right. Dream, the Indiana Fever, the Los Angeles Sparks, Sparks. Minnesota Lynx, and Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, and, and, and if I'm not of, mistaken, it was like three or four teams before that that were still doing it. And out of those Liberty. teams, again, because the Sparks are in the Staples Center, they usually have a bigger crowd than most of the teams. The problem, the problem with those crowds is that a lot of those crowds are like on packages or discounts. It's not like full sellouts. Right. Like how many Liberty games, remember back in the day you used to see all the Liberty fans or Liberty games happen at MSG? 
most of them are school trips where they get discounts. Yeah, a lot of them are. I mean, most WNBA games are like you get a lot of free tickets. Yeah, it's like over fifty percent is given away. Which you're not gonna make a profit on that. I've been to twenty games. I ain't paid for not one, but the high dog. Yeah, I think that's one of their biggest. I mean, lack of athleticism obviously is just a main point because people want to see dunks. That's why everybody gets so hyped on Brittany Griner. Candace Parker first came into the league. It's like, or Lisa Leslie when yeah, she did the first dunk. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. We, want, we wanted to see these players because they can get up there and they can dunk. You know, they could put on right. something different from what we're seeing in the product. Oh, so yeah. lack, lack of athleticism. Other than that, I mean, there's not really much issue. Uh, other than a, a lack of viewership, maybe less you sponsorships. You VC for those dunks that they do. Yo, you got chill. SP3, what do you think? What, what is your opinion on it? Um, like I kind of, kind of addressed it just now. Like they're they're getting fucked from both ends. Yeah. Their their season starts when the NBA is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Their season ends when the MLB is in the playoffs. Like they literally have no room to breathe. They, they have, no space. They have this small them. little window that they kind of fit into. But no one cares when there is no other sports going on. When there is just the MLB going on, no one really cares about sports or they're watching the MLB. It's really that in the summertime, July and August especially. Or they're focused on, like like Matt said, the NBA free agency. So they're getting very much fucked from both ends. So that's, that's the number one reason why I think they're not as popular. Like Dre said, it's a lot to do with fundamentals. And they haven't really transitioned into this new three-point era. Like the like the NBA has because the NBA is not even really about dunks anymore. Like it was at the beginning of WNBA's existence. It's more about three point shooting. And then when you look at when you look at when you look at most of like the best players, even the guards like Tarasi and uh, and Sue Bird. They're like less than thirty-seven percent from three all time in their careers. So right. it's just like average. yeah, it's, it's just average. like average. So they're not shooting. No one shoots really over forty percent. Maybe the like the top three-point percentage shooter That's is why. shooting over forty percent. Right yeah, right now. So it's they really are not going with the flow and the trends of basketball at the same time. Right. So I think that's like the, the two best reasons that I can think of of why it's not more popular. Yeah. Matt, I told you why. <laughs> Tell us again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like Sid said, bad timing on all points. Like, I'm sorry. If you rather watch Major League Baseball over basketball, that 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 that's just that's just bad. It's horrible. I'm sorry. You can't. You have to I stumble up. You have to stumble upon a, a WNBA game. It's it's bad. Like I know if LA if the Lakers is playing the Knicks, I can be in like East Jesus wherever in Minnesota. I know what channel I can find it on. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yes, I got a couple of them. Fuck I got a, I got a couple of them, but like Ohio. they're not. Shout out to Austin, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Ohio. Straight yeah. from cousin fuck, yeah. Cousin wow. fuck Ohio. Ohio wow. doesn't does Ohio Ohio doesn't have a WNBA team. <laughs> no, did, but they did at one point in time. They did. What yes. was it called? The Cleveland Rockers. The Cleveland Rockers. That's another thing. These horrible ass fucking names. No, that might be the worst. What the? <laughs> they, did, they literally stole the name of the Rockets. And just dropped the T and replaced it with an R. That's not even original. God, in this I get it though. Cleveland rocks. That's actually no the fuck. That's actually that's actually, actually better than Cleveland yeah, Cavaliers, yeah, yeah. my dude. That's better. That's better than Cleveland. I'm Cavaliers. not arguing with you. 
I'm just saying, I'm just saying, sir, you are prejudiced toward women. I'm calling you out on the live, on the live version of uh, (laughs) of Facebook. You're prejudiced towards women because you, you, how dare you say they're trash as teams and you're not keeping the same energy with the W, with the NBA trash names. First of all, NBA, like half of the names are trash. What lakes are in Los Angeles? And I'm a Laker fan. What the fuck is that all about? To this day, I don't even know what a Knickerbocker is. So, I mean, I'm not Knickerbockers, Cavaliers, 70 fucking Sixers we talked about on the last episode. Yo, what the it's fuck like, is a Knickerbocker? Like, yeah. Exactly. It's catchy. I think it's like a Cowboy Spurs. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's an old warship. And don't get me started on the fucking XFL names, because that we tops will, WNBA no, names. No, no. That, that is a totally we different will, subject. We'll probably talk about for that a on different podcast. We'll definitely uh, talk about that on That Shreel, is a different podcast. No, we won't. <laughs> I'm going to ask. I'm going to be in the comment. I'm going to ask. You. I have to answer my question. You heard the guarantee here. We will not be talking about that on Shreel <laughs> Well, you always got toxic talk. Right. I'm sure Larry will bring it up. You're going to have to talk about it. I'm sure Larry will bring it up. But God, the football fan and WWE mark that I do that show with, (laughs) I'm going to definitely talk about that. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap up the point, like I said, to make it what... Drunk Got her first spill on. Uh, <laughs> I'm JJ. just happy it wasn't me. You're taking drunk JJ. I'm just home. happy. I do it. I did. did. <laughs> See, that's when you're a big dude who's setting screens on the right on right on SP3's notes. And before we end this, Jaquan, no, I am not sexist. I love women. Well, again, like I said, it's not more. It's not popular because, like, like we've established. A lot of people don't want to see fundamentals. A lot of people want to see the flashy and the glitz and everything like that. But they got spurs. So, like I said, they want to see the flashy and the glitz. The Spurs, but if you would watch the Spurs game before you watch the WNBA game. Right? <laughs> Ask my sister, no, the fuck I won't. <laughs> Sorry. No, the hell I won't. Most people will watch the Spurs day game my life is before a WNBA game. I like all of basketball. <laughs> you know, worse, girl. <laughs> worse. What? You're not, no, Jaquan is not sexist anymore. You are. I said Tim Duncan. I'm talking about Tim Duncan. I said the happiest day of my life was when Tim Duncan retired. That's not sexist at all. I mean, granted, he sounds like a female when he talks, but we're not going to go there. Anyway, that was our first quarter. Delanio says you look like Omarion. Fuck you. I hate you. Everybody says little Romeo. Yeah. Jay Allen says you're. Fucking hate Lando. You're. I really. Jaquan says you dead sound like Jaru. Wow. You <laughs> look like him too. Fuck murder. <laughs> murder. Jaquan says you know nobody gone to WNBA when the Garden giving out free tickets when they're overpriced uh, That's a asses. Fact. That's, That's why they don't pay in the Garden anymore, dick. And he said the WNBA. You shouldn't even put Knicks basketball in the Garden no more. They should just demolish that building in total and just. The WNBA ticket sales is as bad as WWE right now. That hard. And he oh. said he can't be a drunk and a sexist. Matt takes the sexist name. Shut you could be, be both. both. <laughs> you could be, be a drunk sexist. Right. I love women. Sexist. What are you talking about? I'm not sexist. Just, <laughs> I'm just honest. That's like saying I'm, I'm Can not. Can you let the people know? Do you have a top ten goat or a top five? We really gonna go there? Really <laughs> I guess the question. Oh. I guess the question. <laughs> down in the third quarter. Just a question. Look. I got a 10, okay? 
I got a ten. I got a, I got ten. I got Can't eight. count the same person twice. <laughs> right, right. But so, it's Toronto. So, you could, you could count so, twice. Listen. She's like Kobe and then she's, really? You just gonna throw me out with Okay, that's what we're doing. So, you all of for SP3, for myself, Big Baby, for BK Matt, for the sad Nick fan, Chris, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you in the next three quarters. Listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, anywhere you can download podcasts. We're out. I'm not Peace. a sexist. <laughs>
no, to be, no, no, to be fair, I see, I see <laughs> like, what Matt's trying to say, but no, no I don't. No, no, not with the whole lot <laughs> of things, but they I'm don't. Just like plot it. Man. I don't know. This no, shit doesn't happen during you. the season. This shit usually happens like in the off season. But, so when the season rolls up, they sorry. go, "Listen, we're not playing this season because we're pregnant." And it's only a four month season. Yeah. Do so they you even get paid for that term? That term war? They yeah. do. Yeah. It's a fucking labor law for that shit. Ain't no, no. You, no. Get paternity. Paternity. you get paternity leave at regular right? jobs. Paternity leave. Ma- Wait, paternity. It's maternity. It's maternity. Yeah. Baseball maternity. players get. We get paternity leave. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ma- I'm thinking paternity male leave. Male baseball players. Yeah. Male baseball players. We're talking about male basketball players. Much. They get paternity. They get paternity. They never get time off. That's Kobe. That's a choice. No, Kobe never took time off. Exactly. That's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. You, know why? you don't have to take you know why? Mama mentality. That's what I'm talking No, about. he already had the money to help to have someone stay with his wife and take care exactly. of her. Right. It's not mama mentality. No, it's not mama, mama mentality. It's being a grown ass man. Everything Kobe does is the mama mentality. I'm sticking oh, with that. Jesus. Oh, God. God. What's but wrong with this? I'm guy? just saying, four months. <laughs> it's, it's 12 months into a year. You can't plot better to have, like, Bro, if it's a four-month season, you have eight months remaining, you're still going to be pregnant. It's a ten-month process. Not to mention women have, like, three or four months of, like, internal and psychological issues for the most part. The after they get yeah, pregnant. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the four, year. That's yeah. three, four That's the whole motherfucking year. That's right the there, whole fucking year. That's what halftime is for. Why do you why do you think Rhonda was uh, has not returned yet? Like she she's yet? no, she's not. She's trying. I've already said I've said this on True Little Heat. Yeah. I'm not faithful of Travis's sperm sperm yeah, at all. I am no, he I'm was not. A fighter too, wasn't he? Exactly. I got kicked in the nuts. Exactly. Time. So it's it's not gonna happen for her. But how dare you it's, compare our Lord and Savior? And you no no no. But look at this. Look at this. Women's sports. What's number one? MMA. Okay. Women MMA is the number one first, out of all women's sports. First of all, because our Lord and Savior, she is a WWE sports entertainer. She, no, she's not. We're not going to put. Her no, in she's not. MMA How dare you call her that? We're not going to do she's, that. No she's in she's not even in the WWE anymore. She's in the UFC Hall of Fame, bro. She's, she's not even like, on the active she roster. Check WWE.com right now. She's an alumni. She's a alumni. She's definitely more associated with the UFC. But to get, that's what she got her. But to reel it back in to get to our point. Since we're on it, Matt, what can the WNBA do to get more popular? They need to be they need to be more visual. I need to be able to to, to be able to catch your games. Like I'm a basketball fan, regardless, male or female. If I see a game on, whether it could be it could be a fucking junior high school game. My son is playing ball now. Like shout out to you know my son Shane. He's playing ball now. I'm gonna watch that game. He ain't gonna have the direct fundamentals of like of uh, LeBron James or nothing, but it, it's still basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's entertaining regardless because it's basketball. It's competition. So I would watch a WNBA game if I could catch it. <laughs> Shit, if like, I catch we it. don't believe you. Yeah, catch it. <laughs> Shit, DVR works. Shit, so I'm able to catch Raw. Are we gonna stop taking it back to wrestling? Like, <laughs> we're not gonna keep trying. As a, as a like a, like a saving point, it's about how to make them popular. So you, you want them to start doing suplexes to each other? On the I board? didn't like, say that. I'm just saying they have fine elbows. I would start with them being more visual, and honestly, they probably need more teams. And yeah, because twelve is that's not actually a good. I would I would agree with that. Twelve is not yes. cutting. I think I think to argue that point. As an owner, why should I invest in the WNBA? 
because of this woman empowerment that's going on today. Like, this women athletes are, I get it, sis. We, we get it. Roger, like, spearheaded. We got it. But just don't mention her. I'm just saying. <laughs> Why are you even talking about her again? I'm just saying. The women's movement is is, is a real thing. Like, it's actually, it's a really good time to actually like, invest yeah. in, in something like this. No, it's, it's, like. it's actually not because there is a lot of people that's invested in WNBA teams, especially the newer ones, that have not seen a return on their profit. If you know anything about me... I, with the you know Trujillo, he just uh, to touch on wrestling. I focus on the business side of it. the business side of the WNBA. A lot of the investors have not seen a return and have dropped out, and that's why a lot of teams that we had at the beginning are not around anymore. Right. The I'm last good. expansion team was the Aces, right? Yes, that's the, Aces. Aces. the Las Vegas. Do you know how long ago the Aces joined the WNBA? That's the Vegas thing, right? The Aces. Yeah, how long ago? No, I'm not sure. I'm about to say right now yeah, because I mean I'm guessing it was in the last. Seven years, but no. It was more recent than that. More they recent. Just, they just got the Vegas. Remember, they just built the arena. The arena in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, true. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, but maybe this is that team is the first team to start a different trend because I feel like the women's movement is like not even at its peak. Like it's shaping up to be so, at its peak. So, so maybe like maybe not two or three, four years ago was the right time to invest in the team, mm-hmm. but maybe now going into the next year or two. Yeah. Could well, be the right time to well, listen to it. Let's team. let's see. They have right. a, they basically have a history because there were two different teams before uh-huh. this. So in ninety seven they started as the Utah Stars with two Z's. Uh-huh. From ninety seven to two thousand two. Then they went over to San Antonio as the San Antonio Silver Stars, the sister team to the Spurs, obviously. Uh-huh. Two thousand three to two thousand thirteen. Dropped the silver part, San Antonio Stars. Still the sister team of the Spurs. 2014 and 2017. They just moved to Vegas with the new arena. Um, 2017? 2018. 2018, wow. So, so last year to now. So. Because what, what, I, what I read is the reason why they moved out of San Antonio was because the investing, investment group were not making a return on right. their on their investment. Which is probably. Yes, which is true. Which is probably happened to a couple of expansion teams that have gone in the last decade. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, when you when you look at business models, it's usually, what, five, ten-year model, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in the last five years, maybe this is the new start of the new of the next five years for that business model. So, okay. maybe the business would go up. I, I think it, it has a chance. It remains to be seen because of all the op- obstacles that are in the way. So, I got a bigger question. What about the season? Could that be a could that be a reason why it's not being so popular? Well, the problem with the season left went is what we spoke about in the first quarter. You don't want to put it too far into football season because people are just not going to watch the WNBA. You don't want to start too early because now the playoffs and free agency and the draft are then. Then there's so much hype in the beginning of baseball. Also, the certain years... The men's U.S. basketball team, no matter how trash they are, people are watching them play. Yeah, They're watching them more than they're watching the women. And then you also got to take into account when the women play USA basketball, people like when the Olympics are on, people are watching more of the Olympics than the current sports Mm -hmm. because people are very patriotic. Especially here in America, when Team USA plays, no matter who, it could be the worst... All USA um, Olympian of all time, people are watching it. Yep. But they just they have a, like a rough slot 
They have a very rough, like I said in the first quarter, they, they get fucked from both ends. Right, and then they come out, like, their playoffs is like when 2K come out, too. Like, no really think people watching now. Like, but that's why I said it was, a good, it was good on them to, like, increase their visibility, going back to what Matt said, is right. by putting them in 2K. It's right. automatically going to make new friend, fans out of them. Right. Because they legitimately are basketball fans that just play 2K and mm-hmm. don't even watch the, the NBA games. Right. So, but there are also 2K fans that watch the NBA because they play 2K. Right. So if you're playing 2K and you stumble upon the WNBA mode, you start playing with W, you're like, oh, I kind of like playing with Brittany Griner. Let me see how she actually plays on TV. And I'm going to subscribe to ESPN Ocho. Yeah. There you go. Hey, whichever whichever number or language you got to watch ESPN, make it happen. WNBA, there are things they can do to make it more popular. We said a couple of those things, but I really want to get into these top 10 Best teams and top ten goats. So, All right, or five. top, top so, five goats for sexes. Before that, just world. to touch on second quarter, because I just wanted to uh, present like an idea. Or I just wanted okay. to gauge like your your uh, perspective on this idea. Like you know how since NBA is so prevalent on like guys being able to dunk, mm-hmm. and now they're transitioning into that three point type of game. Would it be smart for the WNBA to present a four point line? To create, try, try that, to create a little different atmosphere. That sounds to bring too gimmicky. That sounds like slam ball. So? Very, yeah. It, it sounds kind of like slam ball was dope. Even, not yet. Slam ball was dope. It sounds like the old school MTV specials that they used to do during All Star Weekend I feel with like the it. celebrities. How the how the rim used to like go up and then they shoot uh, it yeah. and it's like a six point. That's yeah. what it sounds like, and that's a little bit too it's just, gimmicky. It's just compared to like on the dunk side of things where oh, we yeah. have the dunk contest and it has so much. Uh, like intrigue into it, even though sometimes the dunkers aren't even that good. Like, yeah. People always want to see the dunk contest, you know? Yeah. yeah. So they, it's like. They have a dunk contest? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, about, that. That. I'm talking about for the NBA. <laughs> yeah. But the WNBA wouldn't be able to have a dunk contest. I was about to say, they don't need no VC for their. For no, but to, to counteract something like that, I was oh, thinking maybe a four point line. Going to hell. Like. They don't have no rim rockers. They're not athletic rim rockers. We need grinder. But before, <laughs> like I said, before we get to the third quarter, just to answer the question, um, one of our um, one of our good friends of the podcast, Sir Wilkins, uh, he brought up a question. He brought the question to me. If you gotta say it exactly Trent, like him. No, I can't. please do. Please do. <laughs> we have you to. No, because I'm trying. Try- <laughs> I love you, Wilk. Yeah. <laughs> but you know he got the little laugh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You say it. I'm gonna try to Wilkins it up. <laughs> That's so, a big. That's to, a to, to take it away from wrestling. Basically, um, no. To kind of correlate with wrestling and just life in general, um, there are a lot of transgender athletes out right now. A lot of transgender athletes, and it's been a bit of a controversy. Really? Or if these, most of them who identify as women, should they be able to play women's sports? So, his question is what if you had a man, like I said, like LeBron? Jawanda! <laughs> like, like Jawanda, man, or like LeBron in this case. Movie. Classic. Very classic. But if we had a man, Identify as a woman, would that increase the interest in the WNBA? Like, because like we said in the first quarter, it's really just fundamentals. But if you see a woman over here like windmilling and honey dipping in the rim, it's like, oh, okay. Then you have one 
You start out with one, then you start out with five, next 10. Now every team has one transgender, not to make it seem like a, like a, like a sideshow, but. But that's the thing, sideshows get views. They, People go to circuses for that. What the WNBA lacks, what the NBA has gotten in like the past 20, 25 years, mm-hmm. is transcendent players that change the game. WNBA has lacked that. They've had mm-hmm. great players come in, like Candace Parker, uh, before her, Maya Moore, or Diana Taurasi, but those guys and those girls are included in, in my top 10 like best players of all time in WNBA, but none of them are trans are trans uh, basically no basically innovate basically innovate the game and change it like how Steph Curry did with three point shot in mm-hmm. the NBA how LeBron changed the NBA completely with his decision as well as his game mm-hmm. so they haven't had that in the past in the in their pretty much their entire history yeah. other than really like Lisa, Lisa Leslie, Leslie right. Lisa Leslie is the only trans trans uh, basically innovative player that they've ever had right that's that's how I feel I get you I get you. Would it? Would it? It probably would help, but it, I don't think it will help in a good way. It could possibly be a good way because people are going to view it. It's like the Caitlyn Jenner thing, and I don't really want to like compare it, but like she brought a whole no, another level of attention to herself where nobody was really paying attention to Bruce Jenner. Another set of eyes. Yeah, like it. But it was negative feedback, but it still was like... It wasn't negative. Some of it was negative. Most no, it of wasn't. It, if a man becomes woman of the year, you cannot say it's negative. I still don't understand that. <laughs> I'm saying... That's what it was. He, None of us understand it. But, but he but he changed the fucking game on, on transgenders to me. But you get what I mean, but like that put a whole nother level of attention to that brand. When I mean brand, I mean like the Kardashian-Jenner brand. Like, yeah. So it was, and like nobody's really paying attention to Bruce, even though Homie was an Olympian, right? Yeah. Right. So it's like, but you look at Bruce, you look at him like, ah, that's Chris Jenner's husband. Or yeah, literally, like, Bruce Jenner was the least interesting yeah. out of that entire family tree, and he, for like a good two year period, he was the most, the most interesting of that whole so family. His, dad, his daughters was jealous. Mm-hmm. Millionaires and they're fucking jealous of their father slash. But him, him making that transition improved his daughter's stock because yes. Kylie is fucking one of the Google. biggest like pop culture still icons there I is right now. I still don't know what they do, but they they do stuff and they get paid. <laughs> but hey, do a reality show, right? But just pretty much round it all up. We're not saying oh you got to have transgendered women to be in the NBA WNBA just for it to be exciting. I think, like Sid said, you have to have... The WNBA needs personalities. Mm-hmm. Stars and know. personalities. I know. Like, unless you've watched these ladies from college or, in some cases, from high, high school, school yeah. you're not going to know a lot of them. Yeah. It's only a few of them that are on actual NBA TV that are analysts or in ESPN or in the offseason. But for the most part, if yeah, you brought up a name... If you brought up oh. a name... You wouldn't know it. So, and as we get into, you know, the all-time teams and all-time players in the next two quarters, that's kind of what we're going to get into because these players weren't only just good on court. A lot of these players during the boom of basketball, you know them off court. Yeah. So, I think we'll wrap it up for that quarter. 
Wrap it up for the second quarter. Let's get into quarter number three. Oh, it was all bad, right. Man. So we gotta get started on the third quarter. Juana, we we're not gonna be talking about Juana man in this in this in this third quarter. What's love got to do? Got to do with it, babe. Oh, we're gonna be talking about the all-time best teams. In WNBA history. So, Chris, we're going to start, I guess, on the left. You want to start us off? Give us your top 10 all-time best teams. If you want to give a little explanation on why these teams are top five, whatever it is, top five or top ten, there's only been, what, 16 teams in WNBA history? 16, and only eight of them have won the championship. Only eight in 22 years. Right. Four of them are debunked. Four or five of them are debunked, so, like... And one of these, one of the so teams we're going to get to one of the teams. I did 10. I'm doing two. So to be, to be, to be honest, I did most of my research on uh, basically on the current scope of like WNBA. Okay. So, of course, we're going to remember like the LA Sparks dynasty mm-hmm. when Lisa Leslie won her championships, her first two. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Houston Comets were a good dynasty as well. Uh, but what I was reading up on and watching based on this year... The Washington Mystics, if they win like the whole thing, they actually statistically go down as like a top five greatest team of all time. And they'll be mm. their first. It'll be their How? first one. Yeah, I think it'll be their first. It'll be their first one. Yeah. Huh? Statistically, yeah. they'll just have as better numbers than like some of the Sparks teams, even some of the better, uh, better than some of the Comets teams that have won championships. Like we're talking about, like late '90s, early 2000s, when they were when it was either the Sparks or the Comets winning. Yeah. First, what I think it was the first six years. I think they traded all, back and forth. It's, no, oh, it's I think four straight comments, two straight back to back. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 The so, comments, yeah, won the first four, and they went against your team, the Liberty. The I Liberty think the Liberty, they first what all four years or three all out all of four? Four, all four, years. all four years. Yeah. Okay, and that's when the Liberty had uh, was it Sue Bird? I think they might have had young Sue Bird. They, the Liberty, no. No, who they had? They had the Liberty had to I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you right the, now. The big, the, their big, their big, their five. I'm gonna tell you their first. The person one. that played the five, I can't remember her name, but she Kim was, Ham, I think Kim Hampton, Rebecca Lobo. Lobo. Well, that was the early teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weatherspoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia Weatherspoon and Teresa Weatherspoon. So uh, the Weatherspoons. The Weatherspoons. So it culinary was, set. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, also to um, to go back on what you said, because I, I have it here, I have it listed with the WNBA Finals. The the Liberty were three out of the four. Told you. Uh, three out of the first four. Um, the Mercury was the only other team in those first four years. That they beat. That they beat. The, um, she might have been brick salt, might have been a young Diana Taurasi. No, no. Not even, not no. Even, they didn't even beat the Brooklyn. No. It was two to one. Diana Taurasi came into the league in 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Liberty was not like, they weren't scrubs, bro. They, like, they, they had good they teams. Just they, just really, they just wanted this really great team. Yeah. That's what it was. I have, I have the Liberty in my top ten, and they are the highest out of all the teams that never won a championship. Mm-hmm. So, SP3, what's your top ten? So, coming in at number ten... With three conference titles in 2010, 2011, 2013, is the Atlanta Dream. I'll be honest, before I did my research, I did not even know this team existed. But, but, yes, they've won the, the uh, conference title, the conference uh, finals, 
uh, three times. They've been to three different NBA finals, lost each time, but I would say they definitely deserve a top ten. Hawks. Number nine, like I said before, the highest-ranked team without a championship with four conference titles in 97, 99, 2000, and 2002 is the New York Liberty. Uh, of course, Teresa Weatherspoon, great all-time player for that team. Uh, number eight, uh, the Sacramento Monarchs. The Sacramento mm. Monarchs have more championships than the Sacramento Kings, or as I like to call them, being a Laker fan, the Sacramento Queens. Queens. One championship in 2005 and two conference titles. They have more conference titles than the Sacramento Kings as well. Uh, That's sad. The Indiana Fever. Once again, Indiana Fever have more championships than the Indiana Pacers. One championship in 2012 with three conference titles. They've been to three different NBA finals. WNBA. Well, I mean, well, WNBA, NBA. I'm the sexist. Go ahead. I mean, I I said it once. It's a botch, all right? Twice. Hey, whatever. (laughs) Uh, The Detroit Shock, they've won the uh, championship three Three times. times. Uh, Bill Bill Lambeer was the head coach for all of the championship runs, and uh, they've won four WNBA conference titles. Uh, The Seattle Storm, of course, uh, led by Sue Bird and Lauren Jackson, they've won three championships. Uh, three conference titles that comes in at number uh, five. Number four, you guys are gonna be surprised. The Los Angeles Sparks, not number one on my list. Three, three championships back to back in 2001, 2002. That means LA won all the gold, all the championships in 2001 and 2002, and then they won their last one in 2016, led by Candace Parker. They had five. I think that, yeah, five WNBA Finals appearances, which is actually second all-time. Coming in at number three, Phoenix Mercury with three championships, four conference titles, of course, led by Tiana Taurasi. She was uh, the leader for all three of their championship teams. Uh, The minute, this is where it gets really difficult. The top two teams both have four championships. They're both tied with four championships in the WNBA. Coming in at number two, this was a hard choice because this team has more appearances in the NBA Finals, I mean the WNBA Finals, than any other team in history. Six times, four championships, the Minnesota Lynx. Minnesota Lynx is what I like to call the San Antonio Spurs of the WNBA because they never won back-to-back. They won every other year, 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017. Ironically enough, yeah, the Spurs won in what? Two, uh, 2003, 2005, 2007. Yeah. So similar to them with the Lynx. And then coming in at number one, I said to these guys when we started our WNBA talk, I consider this team the Chicago Bulls of the, of the WNBA. The Houston Comets, who are the winners of the first four championships in WNBA history with four conference titles. So Houston Comets is my number one all-time WNBA team. Matt, Matt, let's hear your top three. Yeah, because it's all about me. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But like Sid said, it was, I'll give you four. Because the Liberty, like, he he, he brings up a valid point about the Liberty. And and, and, and I'm sorry, Chris, you know, sad New York Knicks fan and everything. But (sighs) again, the Liberty were not a bad team. They just went against really good teams. So the Liberty would have to be my number four. My number three would have to be the Sparks. Because I think they won the next two after the Comets won. Mm-hmm. So, 
They'll be my number three. My number two would be the Lynx because Mariah Moore's a fucking savage. It, and she won four. So, I mean, and then the best WNBA team of all time would have to be the Houston Comets. But that big three and, and, and what they accomplished, they are literally a dynasty. In my eyes, I feel like they're, well, not the only dynasty no more because of what the Lynx has accomplished, but they are the original dynasty. Yeah. yeah, for the WNBA. So I mean, that's my top four. I'm not giving you ten. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Ain't even twelve teams in the goddamn league. Go ahead. There is twelve teams in the goddamn Stop league. Correcting me. <laughs> you were the one that just corrected me. I, like what the fuck? See, so I don't disagree with um, SB3's list. I actually agree with everything on it. Um, when you look, when you really look at it from New York, from a New York basketball point of view. And I think we spoke about this earlier. Um, in '97, boom of basketball, and that's you. That's when the um, WNBA came around. '96, '97 season. Yeah. Um, go into the league too. <coughs> anyway, '96, <laughs> '97 season, and it was just like during that time, the Liberty was it, like. It was. I was like the only basketball team he was hearing about too. It was right. like the Liberty or the Sparks. That was the only one. It was, was the Liberty about. or the Sparks. Like, sure. You heard about the comments? Did you know the comments were throwing it down? But for the most part, New York, LA, yeah. mm-hmm. no matter what, and as much noise as the Liberty made, you know they again they couldn't win the big one, unfortunately, but for them going to the championship or um, winning the conference. Four different times—that's an accomplishment mm-hmm. in a yep. league that's still basically a baby, still a baby league. Yep. Um, hey, hey, uh, sad Knicks fan. How many conference titles do the Knicks have? I think five. Maybe not even that much. Liberty's one away. Maybe not even that much. I think uh, Knicks definitely have three. Four? No, we definitely have four. I think we might have five. Definitely have four though. Yeah, you definitely have four because you lost in two NBA yeah, finals in my lifetime. Yeah, and right. Then you have two championships 99? in the 70s, right? Yeah. 70, 73. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the tears are streaming down my face yeah. as we speak. Damn. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Well, I think that's enough for fucking the third quarter. God damn. God damn. <laughs> enough sad trips down memory lane. <laughs> Yo, you had to play that song for him. Oh my Jesus. god. Yes. And, 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 and in this, this, quarter, this first yeah. season of, um, <laughs> of the fourth quarter podcast, you will hear it a lot more. Yeah. Every time the Knicks do something, every time the Lakers do something, every time the Nets do something. You will hear it. It will come on. Cue that shit. On cue. On cue. God. But, um. That's just the Knicks. Like I said, to round out my list, the Houston Comets. Like, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the Lynx, but we are, we know about the Lynx. Yeah. The Lynx. Because Maya Moore. Moore, the dog, Simone Augustus, dog. Yeah. They're attractive, too. Maya Moore is kind of attractive. Yeah. She is. She is. Yeah. She's like 
the girl who used to play ball with attractive. She's like Sunai Lathan in Love and Basketball. Uh, she, she is almost yeah. exactly the yeah, same. She, <laughs> if you look at her yeah. picture, like, if you look exactly her up online and look at the Wikipedia picture and put it side to side with Sunai Lathan in Love and Basketball, right. you probably would get confused. Doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You have to, so with the comments, you have to think about what they did. Not, like, no NBA team has won four. No, there's only been one NBA team that's won four straight, if I'm not mistaken, right? It probably is, Celtics. It is probably Celtics. Those, those Bill Russell Celtics. Yeah. Outside of that, between them and the comments, no other t- basketball teams have really won four world titles straight. Or mm-hmm. world we titles. came close this year. Right. Well, nah, they would have won three straight, but four out of five. Warriors. Yeah, four out of five. But still, four out of five. Yeah, yeah. Four out of five is still good. Yeah. Like, two so four straight. Four straight is. Because I've seen teams that. that Braun wasn't having that. <laughs> Braun wasn't having that. <laughs> no. no, how many championships did UConn win? Straight? Yeah. They went like. Well, that's women's college basketball. College basketball is a whole different animal. We're talking about pro sports. College basketball can have the same winner like yeah. for 12 years. UCLA have won multiple in a row. Like yeah. High school, virtual, won like 13 right. years. The girls were dope in virtual. Like, God. Shout out to Epiphany Prince. Oh, here you go. You're That's like the like, second time you shouted her out. So right. what? We're talking about God WNBA. Damn. She's in the WNBA. Do you oh, she's know, a listener. Do you know all of that one player? You know what? You know what? <laughs> we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna. We're definitely gonna get to that. So let's wrap this up, and we see you in a second. <laughs> oh man, Brett. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna, get st- Boy, you, we're gonna get started. We're gonna get started. You almost messed quarter. up a whole quarter. <laughs> almost messed up the whole podcast. In the the whole podcast. You would have to record the third quarter by yourself. He had like, the referees looking at the replay. Right, and right, shit right. at the right. end of the quarter. Like this, like, <laughs> guy who's in the fucking hood. He has a hood on. <laughs> face first in the camera. Now this is gonna be a difficult quarter. For, for Matt. Yes. For Matt. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. 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 Because um, this is this is a this is a. This is an argument topic. This is a barbershop topic. We're talking about the greatest of all time in the WNBA. You sound excited about it. I'm very been, excited. You haven't been excited I'm about very anything excited. I think our lists are going to be super similar, but the order yeah. is probably going to be... The order is probably going to be a little bit different, yeah. but uh, a lot of it is So let's make it hard. Similar. Let's make it hard. I know y'all want to go top 10. We could go top 10. We're not doing top I can't, 20 I can't, either. I can't, no I, can't I can't go top 10. I can't go top 20. I can barely go top 5. I got two. There's no list. With then no, you, you should go last. Right. Not first. No, no. Let me go first. I was conversating with the best. All right, so who's your top two? My top two is Brian Moore. And I know a lot of people say like it's still early in her career. But seriously. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. It's like, early. have you not? Right. Have you not seen like her accolades? Sid, read it off because you got it. You got, you got to read it down right there. No, I'll, I'll read it off when you I go read, through my list. Why? Not, why yeah. you gotta, just read it down now. No, you should have no, done. You, you should have done your homework beforehand. You want me to do it? I'll do it. God damn it! Let me, let me pull up. Without looking at your I'm phone. I'm not gonna do that. You should have done Don't it beforehand. Do I'm not gonna do that. Come on, pronto, Tonto. I'm not, get I, to your first one. First of all, get to number one already. God. Why do I gotta get to the white mama? She needs an introduction. That's what we're going to do. 
You got three other people on Did the fucking podcast. Did you say Brian? Exactly. <laughs> I died to Ross and Brian Moore. Exactly. Those are my two. Picks. Either know what you're gonna say or <laughs> no, but that's where it comes in. I think everybody has uh, mostly the same. Does everyone have those two in their top? Yeah, team? I got Diana number one and Maya number two. You didn't, you I'm not the top order, but I just want to know yeah, if y'all have Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah we all do. I honestly thought you were gonna go like Cheryl Swoops or something. No, Honestly. no, she's. she's I was close list. today when we list. had our initial combo. She's on the list. She's on the list. I had her. I had her originally at on uh, number three when when I first did my list. Because that I got into a whole argument with my sister about. It. She's like, you're not gonna put Cheryl Swoops. You're not gonna put Cynthia Cooper. I'm like, no. I mean, <laughs> but that's why I did a top ten because you legit. There are legit arguments for. I would say everyone. I see the top seven. There's an argument for all of them being to the be, greatest, to all be the greatest, one. the greatest of all time. So what? What's your top seven that could arguably? Be well, I want to mention top, at number ten. I got Tina Charles. Okay. Tina Charles was someone I didn't have in my original top ten because I had I had Becky Hammond, but then I looked at the numbers and the accolades for Becky Hammond, and it doesn't really uh like. Stand up to Tina get, Tina Charles. You're gonna get heat for that. Yes, yes. I, I'm <laughs> saying it. So I'm saying it here in the WNBA. Not Becky. Not Becky Hammond's all-time career stats. I'm talking about just the WNBA. For WNBA stats, Tina Charles is 18 points, nine and a half rebounds, and one block per game. She won the WNBA MVP in 2012, a Rookie of the Year, seven-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA First Team, and two-time All-Defensive Team. Shout out to Christ the King. Absolutely. Number nine, I got Tamika Catchings. 16 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two and a half steals per game. She was a WNBA and finals MVP, a WNBA champion and finals MVP in 2012. Uh, one-time league MVP in 2011. 10-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA first team, rookie of the year, and five-time defensive player of the year. Five times. Five times. Five times. He likes defense. I mean, yes. it's hard to average two and a half steals per game for your career. That's Absolutely. Great. There, there is, what, I think maybe, what, is that maybe like 20, 25 players in NBA, in the NBA that, that average two and a half steals per game. a thief. Yes. Like, for, for real. Like, Absolutely. And the fact that out. she's doing steals. It's not really like blocks or rebounds. To win that many defensive player of the year said something. Yeah. Like, that's just me. Yeah. Lauren Jackson comes in at number eight. I had really a hard time between Lauren Jackson and my number seven because Lauren Jackson has ridiculous accolades. Right. Uh, she's averaged 19 points per game, eight rebounds, two blocks, one steal per game on 46% shooting. She's a two-time WNBA champion, one-time WNBA finals MVP, Three-time league MVP, seven-time All-Star, three-time scoring champion, a defensive player of the year, and seven-time All-NBA first team. So coming in at number seven is the first one where you can legitimately make an argument that she will be the GOAT. Not really right now, but she will be. Yes, number seven is Candace Parker. Mm. Number seven, Candace Parker, 17 points per game, eight and a half rebounds, four assists per game, one steal, one block. 48% 48% shooting, WNBA champion and finals MVP in 2016, the only player in WNBA history to win Rookie of the Year and League MVP in the same season in 2008, two-time League MVP, five-time All WNBA first team, five-time WNBA All-Star, 
a WNBA All-Star MVP in 2013. Number six, Cynthia Cooper. Your sister was right. Cynthia Cooper does not get the credit that she truly deserved because I would say the most impactful player in WNBA history is yeah. Cynthia Cooper. She only played five fucking seasons, and this is our averages. 21 points per game, five, five assists, nearly two steals per game, four-time WNBA champion, all four years finals MVP, two-time league MVP, four-time scoring champion. So four out of five years, she was the leading scorer in the Shit. entire league. And four out of her five years playing, she was on the all-WNBA first and, and, team. And, and tell how, how old she was when she got in the league. Oh, she was like 36. 36. When she retired when she was like 41. Yeah. Yes. A dog. A dog. When it comes to most impactful player in WNBA history, it's Cynthia Cooper by a country mile. Number five, Sue Bird. 12 points per game, almost six assists, one steal per game, three-time WNBA champion, 11-time WNBA All-Star, that's the record, five-time WNBA first team, and the all-time assist leader. Sue Bird is, is John Stockton yeah. for the WNBA, <laughs> absolutely. Cheryl Swoops coming in at number four. I had a very hard time between... Uh, really, Sue Bird, Cheryl Swoops, and my number three, kind of seeing who would rank above who. Uh, Cheryl Swoops, 16 points per game, 5 assists on 43% shooting. She was a four-time WNBA champion, uh, a four-time league MVP, three-time WNBA Defensive Player of the Year, six-time WNBA All-Star, five-time WNBA First Team, two-time scoring champion, and she was the All-Star MVP in 2005. Uh, Coming in at number three, of course, my my goat in my favorite out of all the WNBA players of all time, this is my favorite, Lisa Leslie. Seventeen points per game, nine rebounds, two point three blocks per game, one point three steals per game on forty seven percent shooting. She was a two time WNBA champion, two time Finals MVP, two time League MVP, eight time All Star, three time All Star MVP, eight time All NBA All WNBA First Team, and a two time Defensive Player of the Year. When it comes, Lisa Leslie, I said to these guys when we first had our talk about the WNBA, she's the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the WNBA. It's plain and simple. And the top two is the same as Matt. Coming in at number two, I'm going to go with Maya Moore. I told, I told these guys Maya Moore is the LeBron James because of how much she's influenced and really impacted the Minnesota Lynx. It's kind of like how LeBron impacts teams. 18 points per game, 6 rebounds, 45% shooting from the field, 4-time WNBA champion. She was the Finals MVP in 2013. She was the League MVP in 2014. 6-time All-Star, 3-time All-Star MVP, 5-time WNBA First Team, and she was the Rookie of the Year as well as a 1-time scoring champion. But of course, number 1, she was she was knighted on East Side. She is the Lord and Savior of the WNBA. Yes, I am saying it right now. The GOAT. She is, she is what Teronda Rousey was to, the, to MMA. That's what the White Mamba was to the WNBA. Diana Taurasi. Almost 20 points per game. Four assists. 43% shooting. Three-time WNBA champion. Two-time finals MVP. She was the league MVP in, in 2009. Nine-time WNBA All-Star. Ten-time WNBA First Team Rookie of the Year. 
five-time scoring champion, and yes, she is the all-time leading scorer in WNBA history. So, Diana Taurasi is my WNBA GOAT. Man, he, he said it. Can't argue that. You can't argue it. <laughs> can't argue like, um, Sid broke down most of the stats of these women. Um, again, I, I have a list as well, but my number 10 is a little bit different only because, um, like I said, I was I was a Liberty fan. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a Liberty fan. He's I'm like, a, I'm going to keep it real. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. And I had the stats up, and, and I moved it. But it is at number 10, Miss Teresa Weatherspoon. Mm. Reason being, and if you listen to her accomplishments, two-time Kodak All-American in 87 and 88, American South Player of the Year, 88. Botterick Cup winner, 88. Two-time WNBA Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, 97 and 98. WNBA All-Star from 99 to 2003. Um, Four-time WNBA All-Second Team, 97 to 2000. Um, She led the league in assists in 97. Still champion in '97 and '98, so she was she was she got the clamps. She is one of the top twenty WNBA players of all time by voted by the fans. She's she was also listed as one of the top fifteen when they had that that list out as well, and six time Italian League All Star from '89 to '94, Louisiana Tech Hall of Fame in '95, U.S. Um, Olympic, uh, the FIBA World um, Cup winner, he got a gold um, gold medal in, in the Olympics Games, got a um, gold medal in Seoul, and 92, they got a um, bronze medal in Barcelona. She is one of the most accomplished WNBA players ever, and she doesn't, you know, because it's not all flashy like a lot of the stats broken down, but... With her accomplishments alone, she's one of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time. And, again, I'm biased because she played for my New York Liberty. <laughs> um, I have Cynthia Cooper at number nine, Tina Charles at number eight, Tamika Catchings at um, number seven, Sue Bird at number six, Candace Parker at number five, Cheryl Swoops at number four. Now, my top three... Um, I put Maya Moore at three, mainly because I have Lisa Leslie at two, and I'm going to tell you why. Lisa Leslie's impact does, wasn't just in the game. It's outside of the game. You call her Tupac. Hey. She was, she was the face of the WWE right. for was, a long right. time. The face. Because Lisa Leslie, did you know Lisa Leslie just won um, Coach of the Year in Big Three? Her team just won. I heard. A championship. They have another league. They have an intergender league that I'm I'm, I'm going to get into on. Um, I'm going to get to it at another time. They have an intergender league coming out. Lisa Leslie is one of the coaches in the intergender league. Like, you cannot deny her star power mm-hmm. and what she did for women's basketball in general. I would have her number one, but the GOAT. Kobe. White Mamba, Kobe. Lady Kobe, yes. maybe Lady Jordan, the way, the way she be dropping people off, Miss Diana Taurasi. Again, another player you cannot deny her greatness. 
And again, if you're a real basketball fan, you know who Diana Taurasi is. Mm-hmm. Like point blank period. And you've known when she was in college. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. We were talking about we people talk about AI and Kobe just not passing the ball. Yeah. And the scoring. <laughs> Diana Taurasi was not passing the ball and scoring and just putting up ridiculous numbers while her teams are winning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Teams winning. You can't deny the type of player she is. She's prob- she's one of the greatest. If not, she will go down as one of the greatest of all time. Yep. And there's people coming behind her. You have like the Maya Moores. We talk about um, the recent MVP, Della Donna, whose stats are crazy. I have Della Donna as, um, just like me and Sid said, as an honorable mention. Um, she's there. She's like, she's literally this close. If she can win her championship, I'll even take Teresa Weatherspoon out, out my top ten. If she can bring Washington the first championship. Ten might be the first of many, the way Washington looks. So. She's yeah, the, the best, best player. Looks, I think she's yeah. the best player today right now. Right. Della Donna yeah, is the best. the best player right now. She is the best player to, today, right now. I have her in my top ten, mm. actually. Mm. So, all right, my, my my list is a little different. It's mostly like the same though, top heavy. Um, number ten, I got Becky Hammond, right? Simply okay. because I think she's probably the smartest WNBA player of all time, and that's based on the fact that she is a trusted assistant coach for one of the greatest NBA head coaches of all time. She's the first female head coach Mm -hmm. to be an assistant coach to actually be projected to have a shot at a head coach vacancy in the NBA. Well, Popovich already has came out and said he wants to pass it on to Becky. Look at that. I mean, you have to be you have to be a super smart fucking player for Popovich to be willing to do that. You You have to be a great person overall in general. Well, Becky was always like that face, one of the faces outside of the WNBA as well. Besides Lisa Leslie, she was yeah, you know, even uh, uh. Overseas Olympic sports, college, she was very big too. Yeah. Becky Hammond is just like synonymous with like WNBA, right? Yeah. Number nine, I have Elena Deladon mm-hmm. because it's so hard to put up that 90 50 40 stat line in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So to do it in the WNBA, where Sid said before, like they're not even up to the three point standard of the M- how the NBA is now, mm-hmm. it's totally different. You motherfuckers got me distracted. <laughs> so, number uh, eight, I'm going to go with Tamika Catchings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number seven, bad. I went with Sue Bird. Okay. Number six, I'm going Cynthia Cooper. Number five, I'm going Cheryl Suits. Number four, I'm going Candace Parker. Wow. Number three, I'm going Lisa Leslie. Okay. Right? Because yeah. she was the face. She was like yes. the the, mm-hmm. the first uh, mega star for the WNBA. Yeah. Right? You know? And then obviously number two and number one have to be Maya Moore at two, yeah, and the goat White Mamba at one. I mean, you just right. can't deny the accolades. And also is the time you put in. She's been in the league fourteen years already, I think. Yeah. I mean, I that's the, fucking almost unheard of for the I WNBA. Think the average is about five years WNBA. No, maybe a little more. Maybe like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a couple of those like. Like nine, ten, or eleven. Yeah, and they've been yeah. on the same. Well, team. there's not many double digits. The average, there's not yeah, many double digits. The average is in single digits. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, a lot of them don't jump ship and join other teams. They're no, they stay on one team, one so. team. But I got one question for you guys. Since you guys did a top ten, why is it Lauren Jackson in our top ten? 
I feel like y'all are underrated. Lauren Jackson. Lauren Jackson is, is, when it comes to impact on the team, she impacted the Seattle Storm. She's a three-time league MVP. She's won more MVPs than Teresa Weatherspoon, than Becky Hammond. So, mm-hmm. how y'all leave off Lauren Jackson? You know, she's what? a champion, unlike Teresa Weatherspoon, unlike Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, my man's like <laughs> Well, I also saying, have a little bang. I'm just saying, and Tina Charles. Have, and Tina Charles is not a champion either. I have Becky saying. Hammond bias because I was a Liberty fan. So, okay. Okay. So, and and just I mean, just because of the fact that she made it all the way into the NBA in a front office capacity is is pretty impressive. And the WNB and WNBL Lauren Jackson has won four times. No, the four time league MVP. I'm looking it up. Yeah, bro, she's like the Julius Irving of the the WNBL. She is Julius Irving. Right. I just I just want to throw this out there because Sid probably ain't gonna believe me, but uh, yeah. Oh my god, he actually did a top 10. Well, I had her on my list. I am fucking shocked. I'm shocked. Color me shocked. You told told me to do my research. I'm proud of you. (laughs) I had her on my list. Proud of you, sir. Proud of you. I I wanted to make it like my top three or four because, like, like, it's a standard to certain things. Like, Lauren, she was good. She was real good, but was she eclipsing, like, Amaya Moore? This early in her career, what she's doing. I named her people she yeah, eclipsed no, out of these two no, guys' no, no, lists. No, no, I think that she's... She named people... He, he named two people that was at the bottom of my list. <laughs> but I'm just but saying. Yeah, you had a top it, 10. It is, I, Lauren I, Jackson I deserves to be in everyone's top 10. Yeah. Like we just said, Sue Bird is the John Stockton of the WNBA. If anybody was her called Malone, it's Lauren Jackson. But I also so see with you? players like Tina Charles, Brianna Stewart, Brittany Griner coming up, that that top 10 is going to get shuffled. Yeah. Oh, it is. And I think it's it going to continue to get shuffled. As the decades go, oh, of course. But here's the thing about that. Like as I just said, she's basically Julie Serving. Yeah. On the low. So with that being said, when we eventually when we do our top ten all time NBA players, is Julius Serving on the list? No. No. It's hard to put. Yeah. But Julius Serving did not win three NBA MVPs like Lauren Jackson. True. True, but he only won one championship with the Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Sixers. And two, Lauren Jackson won three. He won two ABA Nets. Let's not go there. there. With your rainbow balls. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, she's actually Lauren Jackson. Actually, a two-time uh, WNBA champion. Ooh, <laughs> one-time final MVP. Impressive. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You guys gotta put respect on Lauren Jackson's name. God damn it. It's respect, yeah. Nah. I need bit. more. A little bit. <laughs> I need more people. I need more. But yes, that is our top ten goats. For the WNBA, mm-hmm. anything, any closing remarks on the WNBA before we wrap up this edition, guys? Um, I just want to see them prosper. Yeah. No. I want to see them more. All basketball is good basketball. Like, yeah. I want to get to a point to where you're like, yo, did you see the WNBA game? Like, when, And not just amongst us, but, you know, our circle and then outside of our circle. Like... You I want it to be mainstream. Right. I want it to be mainstream. I want people to talk about it. But, again, no. 
the way people talk about it is one the w the NBA again is big brother yeah to little sister so the W I think the NBA players have done enough they've talked about it they've mm-hmm. made it yeah they've made it like yo we support these girls it's been a little bit back and forth between WNBA players and NBA players too competition there too about contracts yeah. because let's be real there are some people there's some girls some women in the WNBA that should be paid crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Absolutely. Diana Taurasi should be making max, like, like, I think she max should, money she OD. She should be getting yeah. Nike deals like Shell yeah. Swoops did. Right. I, I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, I know, like, how I came off in the mm-hmm. podcast, but I got two daughters. Chris got a daughter, and you, you can only hope, because my, like, my nugget, yeah. the, the baby, like, she watches basketball with me. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I got any shot of any of my kids, mm-hmm. like following my footsteps playing basketball, I feel like Nugget would be. So I mean, it'll be it'll be great for WNBA to like hit the peak of like the NBA and and be as successful as that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just want them to be more visual, man. You want them to like have that level of competition and that 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 level of entertainment as everybody see in the NBA. So I feel like they just need to add, you know, I feel like they need more teams. I feel like they need more visual. Like, they need to be on ABC or TNT. You only want to catch them on ESPN 2, 3, and 7. And Ocho. Like, come on. Right, I didn't even know there was an Ocho. Right after like, the Midget Tossing Championship. Like, I mean, honestly, like, if you ever watched Jesus. the WNBA team. Son, I, what? I, Midget watch, Tossing Champion. Yeah. No, that's what they showed in the fucking in Dodgeball in the movie. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, just tossing I was about people. to say, like, this is, this, no, they can't do that. This can't be life. They can't be life. <laughs> but I want to see it. Like, I want to see it. No, for real. It's, it's, I can't I, take my eyes off. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, like, that's the only hope, man. You, I feel like they need to be on, like, Mm-hmm. These mainstream channels that get the most static, like mm-hmm. like the NBA, they got ABC, they got. There was one point they had NBC. Mm-hmm. You know, they like they need TNT. They need these these channels that got the eyes. Not everybody watches ESPN too. I mean, I saw it for thirty for thirty, but I don't. That's not like my go to. Unless they should have a, yeah. The WME have a thirty for thirty. No, I not that so. I know of. No, I think they should. No. Never know. I mean, they they can come up with one eventually. I think they should only because like, you you don't want them to have it when they're like debunked. God forbid they like the XFL, right? Yeah. But yeah. but the XFL is coming back. Exactly. But I think partially is because of that thirty for thirty and how well it did. No, but they, they Vince was already bringing it back before the thirty for thirty. No, no it had more. It had more to do with the Kaepernick controversy of why Vince is bringing back the XFL because yeah. the NFL dropped down in popularity. So. Mm-hmm. Then saw himself a window to make some money. Thanks that so. and live sports, because live mm-hmm. sports is taking over TV viewership. Also so. true. Also true. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking to get some type yeah. of live sports. You need on. some type of. Live That's sport. why AEW landed uh, TNT. Yeah. Dynamite. <sighs> but yes, <laughs> yes, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Four Quarters Podcast. Juana. So for Big Baby <laughs> Drake. For the sad Knicks fan, Chris. For BK's own, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and it's me, it's me, the true ill phenom, SP3. We are signing off to the next edition of the Four Quarters Podcast. 
And the buzzer has just gone off. Peace. Peace.